Hello everyone, welcome to you, me, them, everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Joe McAdam is all about Borat 2. <laughs> Joe, okay, there's a reason why Joe's on the show to talk about Borat 2. Um, we get to that reason very, very early on in the show. I don't want to ruin it. But 2020 has been ruined, and that's why we now have a Patreon account. Please consider donating at you, me, them, everybody.com. I promise all of the donations that we receive, not one single cent of it will go to Jeff and anyone over at Amazon.com. All right, are you ready? I'm, I was born ready, man. <laughs> Where are you? To talk about Borat 2, I was in 1984. September 30th, 1984. I was born ready to talk about Borat 2. Clearly, you're the first person I thought of when Borat 2 was announced. Thanks. That's, that means a lot. I can't be the only one that instantly thought, hey, I wonder what the guy who is Borat driving around California thinks about Borat 2. I really... Um, if, if anyone is listening and doesn't know, my license plate says I'm Borat. <laughs> I like um, how you you did that perfectly. And uh, <laughs> I I got it because I truly thought we would never hear from Borat again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the last thing I want is for the Borat to be popular again, and then I have to have this on my car. That's not what I wanted. That's not the point of why I did it. That's not. I'm not trying to be like the number one stan for Borat. <laughs> I just thought it was so stupid. And like, also, I I truly thought it would be impossible for Borat to return. Why? Because how can you? How do you do it twice after it's famous? The whole point is that people don't know who Borat is, and that's that's how he would trick someone. People forget. He can't. He, he shouldn't be able to come back. <laughs> I thought it was a sure thing. I thought it was like when, when like a, you know half of like Leonard Skinner dies or something. And you're like, oh, they're done for. <laughs> no, they're back. <laughs> okay, so when you got the license plate, clearly stupid license plate. It's perfect. Did you actually enjoy the first Borat movie? I think so. I, I mean, I saw it and I was like, "Oh yeah, cool." I I, uh, I like I, I liked Borat and I um, I liked the uh, the Ali G show. I w- I would watch that, uh, you know, when I was like in college, I guess. Okay, but and, so you're uh, you're a comic. Funny. D- did Borat, Ali G, whatever, did Sasha Baron Cohen have anything to do with what you're doing today? Uh, I, I mean, not in a, any direct way. I don't. I wouldn't say. I, okay. I don't do anything like whatever uh, Sasha Baron Cohen does. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I've. In fact, I feel like I stray away from like trying to make people uncomfortable. <laughs> you didn't go to professional clown school in France. I did not. Did he do that? Yeah. At least according to the cool. recent New York yeah. Times profile. Um, so, you know, I don't, I, I've, I've done like some like man on the street interview, whatever type of comedy before. Mm-hmm. And I, I but you're not playing a character. It, but, you're just Joe McAdam. Yeah. And I think that I, I think, you know, maybe it did inspire me earlier on, like, uh, when I started doing stuff like that, that, or like, um, triumph the insult comic mm-hmm. dog would probably 
like which is <laughs> it's very funny like yes my inspirations uh triumph the insult comic dog borat of course uh, <laughs> but like those watching those things like certainly made an impact and i thought that that's how it had to be done mm -hmm. where it's like um intentionally tricking someone or being mean <laughs> and and i think that's still funny but i also don't feel comfortable doing it and it's not how i am funny so I, yeah. I learned pretty quickly that it doesn't work for me okay so i my one triumph uh relation is i ran into robert smichael every single day at the rnc in 2016 uh, no one knew who he was oh, yeah. or most likely had no idea who Triumph was. And I also ran him at the DNC. People knew who he was there. But for the most part, the majority of people that are in the political world have no idea who Triumph is or what's going on. So when this came out, when Borat 2 was announced like a month ago, um, I'm in no way surprised that anyone was willing to talk to him. It seems like it's it, it, like watching that movie, watching the new Borat movie you like there's always just this thread that goes through your brain while you watch those is like what parts are staged and how staged mm -hmm. are they and who is in on whatever and it was like when he there's a part where he's staying with like two QAnon cons conspiracy guys mm -hmm. and i'm just like how they how they not know who borat is <laughs> cuz well, like the rest of the movie borat is like he's in disguise as someone else mm -hmm. So no, those scenes, he's totally not. My wife is convinced. <laughs> it's so hard not to do the voice. My wife is convinced that those guys are actors. <laughs> because I don't think so. at I mean, the I rally, they, they have masks, and that's why. That's interesting. Oh, that is. Oh, I didn't even. That never even registered with me. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm clearly going to have to watch Borat five, six more times. <laughs> when did you uh, watch it? I watched it Friday, the Friday night that it came out. So it had already, I think there was like a screening the previous day, or they like released it early the previous day. Yeah. Um, and I, it, it took everything I have to hold off uh, 24 hours to watch Borat 2. Are you glad you watched Borat 2? Oh, yeah, it's great. I think it's it's very good. It's uh, <laughs> it's a very good movie. I can't tell if you're I'm, like, making avoiding a joke. trying to say Borat I, I said very good, and then I and then I thought, well, Borat's catchphrase is very nice. <laughs> and then I stopped myself from saying it, and then <laughs> that's what was going on there. <laughs> I've been thinking since Borat 2 was announced, is Joe going to change his license plate? To I'm Borat 2? <laughs> what, what would I change it <laughs> Will you please get a motorcycle with a sidecar and the license plate will be I'm Borat too? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do that. I'll get a motorcycle. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's got to have a, a sidecar. Guy, I'll do it. It's got to have a sidecar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. For groceries. <laughs> um, do you? Okay. Did you ever rewatch Borat one? Because I saw it in the theater, and I remember it being one of the most fun theater experiences. I've ever had and never watching it again. That's exactly what happened to me. Okay. And then uh, I watched it uh, last month once I heard about the announcement of Borat 2. Did it, does it hold Sorry, up I re to it you? I rewatched it very recently. Um, it's not 
you know, like you're just not you're not going to get the same experience. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, and I think a lot of it has aged in a way that it was. I think you know, 14 years ago, you think about like how fucked up America is, and you think like that's just like a little sideshow part mm -hmm. of America, and then now it's like, oh, that's like the main course of America. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and so it's it's those things are less funny. It was it was a more naive, even even knowing as as much as we did, it's still a more naive point of view to be like, look at these crazy uh, you know racist guys we found. Can you fucking believe it? Yeah. And at that time, it was like wow. And now it's like, <sighs> yeah. So yeah, no, it is it is aged in a very different way. It's still funny. There's still funny stuff in it for sure. Um, but it's, and you know, the stylistic stuff even, it has not aged the same way. And I think that that was even, you know, addressed in the sequel. What do you mean? Kind of, they, I think they altered how they, um, did like those kind of trick interviews with people a little bit. Like in Borat one, the original movie, it was, it was almost exclusively to expose people for being, like either uh, hateful or mm -hmm. you know uh, uh, bigoted or like or just their their willingness to just say yes to anything because they're uncomfortable or something mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it, it it was used to expose something and in and it was usually exposing a negative thing and i think in this one they do those kind of interviews and they are still about exposing something but a lot of them are about exposing a nice thing which i think is a nice change of pace and a more uh, relevant and more important thing to do right now. Could you give me an example? Oh, like the babysitter? Um... Yeah, like the babysitter or when they go to the synagogue or mm -hmm. I guess those are the two the two big ones. But it's like those ones were and the, both of those people that were interviewed for those have like later said that they felt like they were tricked. Really? Still, you know, like, it's OK, still, so that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, like I the the. the I keep I'm going to keep saying my wife for obvious reasons, but she thought that the babysitter was also an actor. Uh, no, there there was just a um, I just read in the L.A. Times yesterday about her, and uh, she was told that it was like um, I that that they were making a movie about. Like preparing a bride for Mike Pence, I think is like, <laughs> which is not wrong. The information that was given. I mean, that yeah, is, which is exactly, isn't that so like the, the title was, of the film? Uh, I, probably something like that. Yeah, but she, but the, you know, obviously they were. Uh, this person was never told that it was a comedy uh, at all. Like they, they, she thought it was that it, it was going to be like that was just a real thing. <laughs> uh, that's what, that's the information that she received. And, and she then, you know, was interviewed after the movie came out and, and said that it was like, well, I felt kind of tricked, but, but, you know, but they, they, they did, they did trick her, but it was to expose that she was extremely uh, thoughtful and caring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're the hero. Like that was the most, that moment, that moment in the movie where they're in the car together is like, Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. It's like very nice. So, so I have a very you know, weird I, I like that, but. relationship with this movie for multiple reasons, but they go to CPAC and CPAC was held the last day of the last day of my live show marathon. It was the last show of 2020 for me, right? It was on February 29th. Mm -hmm. And some of the people that were there came to do my show later that day. So 
we're all convinced at this point that coronavirus was already at CPAC. So, yeah. Um, number one is that. Number two, he's in the film. He walks by uh, and twice during that pent scene. One of the organizers of CPAC used to be my house band in Washington, D.C., and he hid that. He hid that he was part of CPAC for literally five Whoa. to ten years from everyone. Like, I was invited to his wedding. I considered him a good friend. I've been to his house. Like, he hid in his entire political world from all of us. And then when it came out, that's he like very, he pulled out of he's a blues pianist. He pulled out of all of his local gigs because like every bar he plays at is like crazy liberal. This is a city that went ninety two percent not Trump. So it's really weird to see him yeah. on screen and then all of a sudden Borat's next to him. <laughs> that's very strange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird that yeah, just hiding um, a conservative identity like it's a secret. Uh, I mean, wow, yeah. I mean, the bar where he had his like home residence every Sunday at the Wonderland Ballroom, like they had an inaugural, like a dive bar inaugural ball for Obama with like a framed poster. <laughs> it was like sixty nine dollars, all you could drink, type of thing. You know, like very, very, very liberal. They have the annual sundress fest, and he's he used to play that. You know what I mean? Like it's weird to 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 square the circle. Is that a thing people say? I don't know. Um, that's that the good. kind of stuff I was thinking about during board. It's like, I know both sides of this. Like, yeah, I'm watching a guy, I'm watching an actor portray another human being, but I'm watching a guy who lit, who hit his lifestyle at CPAC. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's uh that's, that's pretty nuts to like find out through Borat. <laughs> Is that how, like it was, it was straight up just, it had no, to be addressed because of Borat. It right? wasn't because no. of Borat, but he was the guy a handful of years ago that said the only reason why um, Michael Steele was picked as the heart of the RNC is because Obama was a black guy. And this, I, that that was his uh, take. Yeah, that was his take. That's how everyone found out that, like, wait, that's the same Ian Walters. Yeah, that's the same dude. And he apologized for it. And. I actually don't think he's wrong. I mean, that's what happened. Um, clearly, the I mean, R- there's, there is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The RNC <laughs> clearly did not take his advice. Like RNC is not voting for Trump <laughs> this year, so he's not wrong. But like, no one knew he was part of CPAC, and then everyone in the music and comedy world knew he was part of CPAC, and he was essentially he just like left. And I, I get it. I totally get why. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a uh, like you'd think that. I don't know. I, th- I think that people talk about, uh, well, we, we all have political differences, but mm-hmm. we can all just get along. <laughs> um, and I think that is, uh, that should be a true thing. Like there should be a, a, a version of that reality where we are just able to do that. But also, um, shit has changed very significantly, <laughs> but with how extreme the right wing has gotten, uh, <laughs> to the point where it's like, Oh, this is a, it's not like, uh, you know, uh, like we're just discussing the the tiny nuances of like like taxes and shit. Uh, there are uh, right wing terrorist cells <laughs> like trying to kidnap governors. This is different. This is a different thing. Did you ever think that your license plate would become political? Yes, I always thought that. <laughs> uh, that was out of out of the gate. That was my thought. Now it is. I'm. Has anyone? Uh, have you driven the car since Borat Two was released? Oh yeah, no, I've I've um, I've not. I've gotten a little, a couple little honks and waves. That's about it. 
I see pe- I see people taking pictures of it, but that's about it. Yeah. Do you think you're going to get pulled over because of it? That would be. I mean, I don't. I don't. Who knows? Who knows what 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 happens with uh, cops in L.A. But I don't know why. The, like, if, <laughs> if they're like, we're going to fucking get bored. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rudy represents 9-11. 9-11 represents all cops and firemen. Therefore, this man is res- disrespecting us. Connect the dots, man. <laughs> I what if you I put a QAnon sticker on your I'm Borat car? <laughs> I, that's, uh, there's like a level of, of joking that is just a step too far for me. <laughs> QAnon, is it? I think it's just so like, uh, let's just forget it. <laughs> let's just forget QAnon. <laughs> Can we just move on from this silly thing? Um, speaking of moving on from this silly thing, do you think this will have affected anything, be it in the world of film, comedy, politics, anything? Uh, I don't. Th- it, 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 it's it's hard to say. It's because I've I've um, I try to to like look back on that era that like Borat was popular and you know the Daily Show was at its peak or whatever and that and a little bit later or so, and the Colbert Report came about and it was like the the kind of political satire that was that was happening at that time and you can look back at it and and be like it actually probably made things worse in the short term. Sure, um, it, but it none made, of those shows. Of people but hold on, hold on. None of those shows got America's mayor to almost have sex with a teen. That's true. I mean, that's I, I. I don't. I don't know if that was. I don't think he almost had sex with the teen. I think he's. It just was like this guy is gross. Yeah, but that's that's further than any of those shows ever went or were able to go. Because the difference uh, yeah, between the Daily so. Show and hell, even the Ali G Show is like you need to do this again and again and again. Where this is a we're we're one and done. We don't we don't care about the follow up. We don't need to maintain this relationship. But do you think that that scene with Rudy Giuliani in Borat 2 changed anybody's mind about Rudy Giuliani? Maybe for bookings, yeah. I think it's just, I mean, like, I don't know, maybe maybe there is a goal for what that was, and maybe it's an extremely short-term goal, which mm-hmm. I think is maybe you throw up a, like a, a static signal uh, during the last two weeks of the election so Rudy Giuliani can't talk about anything else while he's on tv yeah i mean clearly i i, Which I think that's a that's an effective thing but you know well, i don't think i'd ever see any sasha baron cohen film that ends with the vote and that's one of the screens <laughs> Neither did I. yeah so i <laughs> yeah. do think it was just like this is not about making people laugh this the way the first one was or about pointing out the absurdity and the sadness of convincing a group of people to be anti-semitic this was i think a last-ditch effort to get maybe anyone that was on the fence to vote. I I think my take is that it started. I mean, like I, I I'm sure his inspiration for doing anything, especially reviving like his biggest character, is to say something, make a difference, or whatever. Like, hey, the, the times call for Borat. <laughs> is I'm sure a thought that went through his head. <laughs> These extreme times call for a, a hero uh, like Borat, but I think that it's. I think that they they certainly. I think this movie, the second one, is funnier than the first one. You do. And I think maybe that's just an, an issue of of time. You know, uh, things age, comedy ages differently. But like, I I laughed way more at this 
first viewing, and I, I, I watched it two times. Listen, I'll be honest. I watched it twice, back to back. Not back to back, but once in because uh, I watched it with a couple friends, and mm-hmm. then I watched it with uh, my wife. And then uh, my friends, and then uh, <laughs> so I watched it twice back, like in two days. And then um, uh, I think I laughed more at even the second viewing of it certainly than I did of like a rewatch of the original movie like a month ago. That's very interesting to me. It's really funny. It's a, it's like, there's a lot of funny shit in it. I liked it. My wife clearly did not like this movie. She thought it was incredibly heavy handed. And my retort was it's Borat. (laughs) Yeah. What I'm, I'm, uh, I, I do like knowing the, the critiques of the movie because uh, she's right. It is, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. There's, totally. There's, like the the stuff that they're doing in there is just like, I, yeah, I like showing up to the to the CPAC convention or whatever with the like dressed as Donald Trump with a with a woman over your shoulder, you know, like yeah, okay, Borat, we get it. <laughs> Not a lot of nuance there. Okay, Borat, we get it. I do think that. Oh, this is a messed up thing to say. I think they got lucky with the clip of audio that they used of Pence saying there's only 15 cases of coronavirus? I mean, you can call it luck or you can call it just like, that's what everyone was saying. I mean, like, what else is he going to say? And what else did everybody in, in that, you know, in that world say for like months, really? Yeah. Just downplaying the entire thing until like April. Do you think there's going to be a Borat caused coronavirus to promote Borat 2 conspiracy wait wait do I think that there will be a conspiracy about the movie Borat no no that Borat the character do you think anyone will go you know what this movie is a documentary Borat did in fact oh and he he was a yeah he he distributed uh, he was a super spreader coronavirus COVID-19 yeah uh, no, I don't think there, I don't think <laughs> any reality of that will take off. <laughs> Does but this movie it's make not, you... it's not an insane question because of just like what is and isn't deemed, you know, conspiracy theory worthy. How are you, you feeling right now? Is. It's I'm glad I wanted to talk to you roughly one week after this was released because I was, I'm pretty content with the cycle of this it kind of happened where i thought it would go like last wednesday or thursday the Giuliani thing leaked the thing comes out friday the reviews come in monday ish and by now it's kind of over but when it came out was so well timed from the studio perspective that i think they're happy with it does that make sense i would imagine yeah do you find your comedy friends talking about this anymore or was it just the last weekend thing Oh, I think um, I, I I think there is enough going on in that movie that is just straight comedy and just like not necessarily uh, topical that it will it will still be discussed. Like I think this I think that Borat Two will win an Oscar. I think that uh, yeah, but that's not necessarily. Is win but so what? Like, that'll be that. It keeps it in the conversation like all year. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, so the people that you found you find funny. Do you think they found this funny? 
Yes, I think almost everybody that I've talked to, I, everybody that I've talked to, like directly about it, has been like, "I loved it." Are you surprised by that? I'm surprised by it if you asked me that a month ago, and I'm not surprised by it if you asked me after I'd seen the movie. Will you still think if it's good? If I just good? knew, oh, Borat 2 is happening, I'd be like, that's going to be, okay. <laughs> if Trump wins, are you going to change your opinion on this film in any way? No, I don't think it has anything to do with actually electing or not electing somebody. Were there any kids in cages jokes? I don't remember any. Yeah. Okay, and good. Borat 2? Yeah. Yeah, there, there was, it was, they bought a cage for his daughter. No, I got that, but did they ever mention the <laughs> child separation? Like, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah, that was when, like, when they were talking to the, the cage, the guy that was selling cages, that was, like, what they were, like, talking about was, like, oh, good. The I'm glad. child camps and stuff. Yeah. That's the thing that, I think I've said this to you before, that's the thing that's, like, eats at me, that makes me want to leave this country. Yeah, that should. Uh, yeah. It's horrific, and... Uh, we live in a shitty, shitty place. So are you <laughs> trying awful. to go to a different shitty place? I mean, your Kansas City Chiefs are just doing gangbusters right now. So what am I supposed to do, you know? I, go to uh, we Canada. Have, uh, we, have child, we have child separation in, in this country, uh, uh, but I like football. <laughs> so <laughs> what the hell is a guy to do? I, I, I don't think that there's... Um, I don't know what it would. I know everybody like talks about that every every election, even when it's like a boring one, you know, comparatively. Like, I'm fucking leaving, man. But I don't know. Am I really? <laughs> Who? What? What would I do? <laughs> what are you doing now? I don't know. All my friends are here. Oh yeah, they can move too. I'm, I'm sitting at home. <laughs> <laughs> I can only. That's all I can do. I can just sit at home for the time being. It's not. There's not tons going on. Uh, how do you feel about next week? I don't know. Cool. I, I've, I, it goes through a, like peaks of and valleys of of what it would what it will look like, uh, and the thought is completely stressing me out. Mm. Yeah. Like I think that it, it it what what it really should look like, and what it would look like if you were just to you know, uh, understand. Like what's what's happening and what the reaction to all this shit in, in in the country is right now? It would look like oh, pretty much a big landslide for Joe yeah. Biden. Yeah. I think is what that would look like. Um, it it, it seems like the most clear cut. This is going to be a landslide election. I've uh, you know been old enough to witness. Um, and then you also look at like every measure possible is being taken to uh, to suppress voting. To do like you know what I mean, like the system is is set up in such a way where you're like, oh, also in my lifetime, all the elections are won by uh, a Democrat with po the popular vote, and then they lose. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, uh, there's the active voter election going on by the Republican Party, and it's just like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Who could who could confidently say? And especially after watching what happened in 2016. If you can confidently say anything, just, you know, you're, you're, you really can't. Even if you're right, you can't <laughs> be confident about that. Yeah. 
Well, I'm glad I talked to you. So I'm just I'm I'm just gonna blank my brain out until uh, until next week. Yeah. Okay. So it's Thursday night. What are you doing the next five nights? I'm completely um, serious. Do you have any I'm, plans? I have. Let me. I'm. I don't really. I'm probably gonna. I've. I bought a um, like a a barrel smoker, like a. To oh, nice. And stuff. That's awesome. So I'm probably gonna. I'm trying to make like a brisket. I've not. I've. I've been working with it. I've been doing some some recipes, and I haven't made like a, you know, like a full big like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. pound brisket type thing yet. So, so I'm try do to you do have the cut of meat so. yet? No, um, it's my day off work today, so I'm going to hit the grocery store after this. That's my only problem with smoking meat. So we have a <laughs> – this is a total brag, and I'm sorry. We have two grills. We have a propane, and we have charcoal, and the charcoal one is for smoking, right? So I've done it a few times, but I don't feel comfortable going to a grocery store to buy a big cut of meat right now. Uh, oh, just for, like, safety reasons? Yeah. And um, I mean, I've been I've been pretty regularly like doing that, and I know I don't have a baby at home, so that's I don't the have difference. To worry about, about like an an immediate uh, scare of getting anyone sick, but like I don't know, is is there like a grocery drop off service that you guys are using or what? Yeah, but like I don't want to get Whole Foods like a big cut of meat because I also that's like sixty dollars like from there, and yeah, no, you got to go to like. A, a, like a grocery store where they have the discount card and the whatever. Yeah, and, or yeah. like a butcher. And I yes. definitely don't feel safe going to a butcher right now. Yeah, I mean, it, it might be... Um, you have to... Like, I think what you would have to do, the only way that it would make, I guess, maybe you comfortable is have, a, like, a friend and be like, can you just, like, pick out a really nice... <laughs> brisket for me <laughs> so and, like just leave it on my doorstep <laughs> we did it we smoked a whole pig a few times and this was when our um a family member was dating someone that was a veteran in veterinarian school so they got pigs oh, wow. from the school so we smoked like baby pigs and it was amazing i really didn't think that's where that was gonna go i thought it was going to be and they were really upset by seeing a oh no animal. they provided the meat it was amazing so like <laughs> i'll kill an animal just I, if I can obtain a baby pig, I'll murder that baby pig, and then eat it. That's in your yeah. That's gonna be in your your podcast highlight reel. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat it. I'll kill a baby pig. I'll eat it. I I also believe if you're not able to kill the thing, you shouldn't eat the thing. Yeah, that's. I think that is a decent rule. Yeah, and I'm I've, decent. I've, you know, yeah. I, I but I've not I've not actually ever killed a cow before. Um, well, they're just I'm big. Killed, I've not really killed. Yeah, they're too. I, I my hands aren't that big. Like I can't like fully, you know, put in a sleeper. You think that's the only way to kill a that's cow? That's how they do it, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> that's how farmers do it before they send them off to the butcher. They put it in a like a sleeper hold. <laughs> yeah. So it's mostly just Brock Lesnar going around the country murdering cows for us all to eat. Yeah, you know that's that's it's not a bad gig when you know it, it, on the uh, wrestling off season. <laughs> so that's one of I've, the I've days. I butchered a I butchered a pig before. That was fun. Yeah. That's, um, I uh, I went to, in Chicago. There's like a place that was looking for a new butcher, and I'm like, I'm not qualified, but can I just hang out and you can teach me? Did they? Re- did like, you yeah, really sure, say that? Hang out and we'll... Yeah, and they let me uh, hang out and like uh, like we went through the whole thing. We did a half. 
like a bilaterally split pig and we just kind of like went That's through awesome. the whole thing. Um, so yeah. in DC, you would pay to do that. There's a classes of how to butcher a pig. It's like 50 bucks a class. It's, it's great knowledge. You know what I mean? It's like, I learned tons of stuff from that. Yeah. It's worth it. Okay. So that's one of the days before election. What else are you going to do? Uh, well, the, another one of those days will be Sunday. So I'll watch football. Okay. Um, and I might go to the beach. <laughs> and uh, one of them is Halloween, and then I have to work. So I think I'm pretty much covered with keeping my brain enough, you know, uh, distracted. Do you have any Halloween plans? Uh, no. <laughs> but I'll just be thinking about spiders and skeletons. I think that'll take up a lot of my, my time. 